Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 74 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and as always, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Relentlessly positive, Christian Hoffer. Thank you very much. All right. You know what? I like that. I like that tag. We should have like those words appear next to his head on the video. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> um, so, this is a show about Pokemon, naturally. And if you like Pokemon, you're in the right place. Because we talk about all of it. We talk about the video games, the trading card games, the mobile games, and everything in between. Show's broken up into three-ish parts. First part is a news, uh, news section where we go through some headlines. Second part is the deep dive and the third part is the pokemon fact of the week somewhere in between we take a break and tangents are had yes relentlessly positive i had uh i i had uh a bit of an experience this week Uh uh-oh i don't know if you have followed me on if you follow me on instagram at jim viscardi i don't have seen i have wow i got a champion's path (gasps) oh charizard dang did you now? Are okay, you, are I you going to sell it? And, like, I have two questions. I have two questions. To the, it's going straight straight to Graydon. One, <laughs> like, was this a I bought this thing off eBay, or did came you in actually, a came in a double V box, found a Target. All right, now, Jim, okay. I'm just I I'm a little bit shocked here. You sir <laughs> are the editor of a little known website called ComicBook.com. I have the worst luck, and. You know, we are in desperate need of content. It could have been you, me, and Megan opening that live, especially as we were kind of in the slow season for Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, needed that, ended, Jim, and you it ruined well, it, it. Yeah, well. But it was just funny because it, like, it happened basically the same weekend that the new J- Japanese trading card set got announced. And sure enough... That VMAX Charizard that everyone's losing their minds over, guess what? It's going to be shiny. (laughs) Which was met with some mixed reactions. Yeah. There were a lot of people who were like, we we literally just got a whole bunch of Charizards. Calm calm it down. I mean, I I guess we're just diving into this. Um, Might might as well just make make, make the official. So, um, you know, Japan, uh, there's a new Japanese uh, Pokemon trading card set that was just announced. It's called Shiny Star. It's going to be huge, like freaking massive. Like we, and one of the big draws is there's going to be, I think, if I remember correctly, and let me pull it up so that I don't, we don't get yelled at about how wrong I am. Um, Give me one second. Shiny Star. It's called Shiny Star V. And it's going to have over 300 cards, including 107, 127 shiny Pokemon, which is nuts. That and, is a... That's ridiculous. And, and at least over in Japan, and you know, not guaranteed over here in the United States because they, they do usually do mix and matches with the sets. In Japan, each booster pack will come with a guaranteed V or V Max card, oh, which, wow. is just, which is just Dang. nuts. You know, that, that that's, is like... That's pretty sweet. That is a guaranteed... Because, you know, those VMAXs, the, those Vs and VMAX cards are, are rarer than, yes. like, the standard rare cards that you're guaranteed to get mm-hmm. in the booster set. So just having that is, is huge. Um, and then tossing these 127 shiny Pokemon... And we, we, we are truly living in a golden age of shiny Pokemon. I, I think that's the best <laughs> way of putting it because, you know, we, we got, we got the, we got the shining legends last year. Uh, yep. You know, Japan's getting the shiny stars and, you know, while, while some, some among the fan base complains about um, how Japan gets all the cool stuff, the Pokemon trading card game is very good about just, just about everything that gets released over there in the trading card game gets released over here in the United States. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we will have 127 shiny Pokemon uh, over here in the U.S. and non-Japanese territories eventually. 
Um, it's yeah, keyword there is eventually. Well, <laughs> quite quite frankly, so here's here's the other kind of interesting bit of timing, um, which I didn't talk about in the uh, outline. Uh, so February's release. So usually we get four releases a year um, of mm-hmm. new the new sets. That's we don't quite know that's going to be the case here in 2021 because the February release, which would usually be the 2021's like first full set release, that's going to be reserved for the 25th anniversary set that's going to be coming out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which is being uh, internally dubbed as like 4.5. Um, uh, so you know, we we know that because you know the retailer stuff is starting to come out. So we don't know exactly what that anniversary set's going to entail. You know, quite frankly, I would think that they would save the shiny stuff in for the 2021 holiday release, which is the equivalent to Champions Path. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of questions going on about what, what's going to happen in the TCG. That's not even including the fact that we have no idea what is actually going on with Pokemon Company in 2021. Like, we, we, we don't yeah. know anything. Like, we don't know anything about the movie, which we'd usually know by now. We don't know anything <laughs> about true. the games, other than we're getting Pokemon Snap, likely. Um, like, we, we truly... It's all a mystery. Exciting times. Also, really terrible times if you're a Pokemon news journalist. <laughs> that just opens up the door for every speculation every time well and and think about it like you know pokemon journeys uh you know is doing its sword and shield arc so if we we actually get like you know like now i personally do not think i i I, i'm guessing and this is just my speculation that pokemon sword and that we will get multiple sword and shield arcs in pokemon journey similar to how what they did in pokemon sword sun and moon um, that they're going to kind of like split it up and do like multiple things because you know I, like I I think that they're going to introduce like the the Crown Tundra and um, mm-hmm. Isle of Armor and stuff like that. So I think we'll get yeah. more arcs, but if we don't, they they will have already gotten done their um, contractually obligated uh, tie-in arc. So journeys could end at any time too. Yeah, I I'd be very. Again, all speculation. I'm. I am also on board with you, Hopper, about the anime covering like the the uh, DLC kind of regions that'll be coming out. Um, but also, Sun and Moon at the very end of the anime, it started to bring up popularity and ratings in Japan in a very big way. Uh, kind of in the middle there, it was super low, and it even got removed from its like usual time slot in Japan, uh, which was a pretty foreboding sign. But with Journeys, it went back to that time slot, and it's doing really well in terms of numbers, um, and there's been a big marketing merchandising push recently. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Pokemon Journeys is kind of on the up and up in terms of finances, which is really what, you know, anime cares about uh is is the profit and the revenue it's bringing in um so i feel like they will do anything and everything necessary to extend this baby for as long as possible um which is great (laughs) in terms of pokemon news for us to talk about um so i'm I'm pretty i'm pretty excited about that because we are like what like two weeks away from the japanese arc hitting uh, the sword and shield stuff so Mm -hmm. exciting times in the in the Galar region. Well, that 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 leads us that that's a natural lead into the next topic of conversation, which is some big teases are are mm-hmm. you know coming up for the Pokemon anime. Uh, so, Megan, did I read correctly that a couple of fan favorite Pokemon might be making their grand return to Pokemon Journeys? Yes, Hoffer, you did read that right. <gasps> I um, did. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, well, so one of them seems like it's a pretty, pretty likely return. Um, a bunch of toy sets were just kind of like leaked um, for the Japanese audience because there's that big merchandising pushing coming through for the Sword and Shield arc. And one of them is a three-pack Pokemon set for, in the anime, Leon, Rayhan or Rayhan, however you want to say it, and Ash. And so of that, it includes um, 
a Charizard, which some people were at first like, oh, it's just Leon's. But Leon's um, already has a Pokemon in that set that's exclusive to him. So the only other person it would fit to be would be Ash's Charizard, which we have not seen for a hot minute. He's kind of, last time we saw him was he was just kind of getting a group picture with everyone. Um, yeah, it was and at the end of Black and yeah. White. Yeah, it's been like black and white. I mean, we've and seen if there were ever a, if there were ever since. a moment, if there were ever a moment for like yeah. Ash's Charizard to come back, it would be to like put Leon's Charizard in its place. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be for the mm-hmm. Rayhan and Leon for the Leon battle. So fans are really excited about that. I mean, some people are obviously kind of tired of the whole Charizard shtick, but in terms of the anime, whatever. <laughs> You know, Ash's Charizard shows up, it's a big deal because, like, that love-hate history relationship with them is so, like, great to dig into. Well, um, and next, next to Pikachu, Charizard is Ash's most iconic Pokemon. Like, I, oh, I absolutely. As, as an Ash Bulbasaur diehard, even I'll admit that, yeah. you know, it's, you know, everyone, I mean, even in the, uh, the first of those, uh, the, the rebooted movies, you know, mm-hmm. Ash only had two Pokemon and one Charizard. <laughs> yeah, you know? like it's it's for sure their push play here. So fans are really excited to see how that goes. I mean, we have no idea when it could be happening, if it's going to be during the Sword and Shield arc or not, but we will find out soon enough. Uh, the other Pokemon that's recently been making rounds is Bayleaf <laughs> because we've recently in an episode... Uh, saw kind of a flashback involving Bayleaf during a previous battle um, and everyone was really surprised that they went through the effort to like do a character design for Bayleaf and everything like that um, and some synopses and promos have come out since that have kind of continued to hint at the fact that these kind of former starter evolutions that Ash has you know trained in the past will be coming back or factoring into the Galar region somehow um, it's the Bayleaf tease is definitely more tenuous than the Charizard one because the Charizard's coming out with toys left and right. Um, but I'm here for it. I don't I, care what people say about Bayleaf or Chikorita or anything like that. Like I, I'm excited about it. Listen, we've we've talked about on the uh, on this podcast before. You know, Chikorita, the Pokemon, and its evolutionary line. Great designs, great Pokemon. Just mm-hmm. hampered by the fact that in the games it sucks. Like, you know, yes. and there's, there's yes. just no getting around it. Like, and I, I say this, I, I am a Chikorita stan, you know, Same. but, you know, <laughs> stats are stats. Um, mm. It's got a bad moveset. It's got, you know, not just not a great, not a great meta Pokemon. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, while, while we have, you know, play kind of done the played out this whole like Pokemon are in love with Ash shtick over the course mm-hmm. of the last 25 years. Um, you know, Chikorita was the first one of those. Um, and I yep. think, you know, that that makes them, because I don't think their gender was ever established, um, an important Pokemon. I, I mean, it's another one of those iconic Pokemon. I mean, like it or not, you know, uh, Pokemon from, um, you know, Pokemon from that or the original series and the Johto series, which really is just a continuation of the original series. Yes. Are 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 going to be instantly memorable to an entire generation of Pokemon fans. And I don't see yeah. any reason not to lean into it. I mean yeah, I I don't know, maybe this is a controversial opinion, but I don't think that, you know, Trickorita slash Bayleaf was that like obnoxious of a Pokemon. Um, it wasn't. It definitely yeah. definitely has aged better than a lot of the Pokemon of that kind of generation of the anime um i i am a big fan and so that was one reason i mean fans were so blown back because when you think of the pokemon that the company wants to promote i mean you think of charizard and you think of lucario and you think of these you know quote unquote like hot topic hot ticket pokemon um and unfortunately because of bayleaf's in-game reputation it isn't always associated so, I mean, I'm all for it. Like, give it to me. Bring back Squirtle Squad while we're at it. Like, do all the nostalgia <laughs> plays. Um, so we'll see if this happens. But we're, the fandom is about 90% sure we're definitely getting Charizard. Bayleaf's probably about a 60% chance right now until we get no, some I more need, I need Ash. I need Ash's Butterfree to come back to the gallery. Oh, my gosh. And then have it Gigantamax. It would be amazing. I mean oh, that would so be nice. that would be cool, uh, but we would you know, all cry. 
We I would. Mean, we would cry. all cry. But yeah, it would just be so bad. I don't. I don't mean. I mean, you know me and my relentlessly positive outlook on things. But yes. um, <laughs> despite that, I I think that if we would have gotten a Butterfree comes back, we would have had it by now. Um, you know, like when Ash lets go of a Pokemon, even Pokemon that live like a half block away, like, you know, like yeah. his Pidgeot, his Pidgeot li- <laughs> literally lives like in the Viridian Forest. You can see it from his house. And um, we, we don't get an acknowledgement that that Pokemon exists at all. Yeah, but like, Pokemon Journeys is the anime that's shaking things up. It's that's done a lot true. of things. That's true. It's done a lot of things we never thought would happen. So if I see a Butterfree show up with a bunch of little Butterfree children and it starts like <laughs> flying towards Ash with some really emotional slow-mo music, then Ghost's gonna, gonna cry. Ghost's gonna suddenly start running, catch all of Butterfree's children, and that will be the root cause of Ash and Ghost's breakup. That would truly be his villain origin story. <laughs> that would be There's no oh redeeming go at that point. Or like what it would even be even better. Like what if one of Butterfree's baby Butterfree's like comes to like save the day and Dynamaxes and Gigantamaxes for Ash. That that oh, would make stop. me cry too. Man, I, we I are, think anything involving really, Butterfree at this point. We are just really fan casting this thing. <laughs> hey, and then Gary already, Oak shows we, up for the first time in 20 years. Hey, we've already established that some higher power at B is listening to this podcast. <laughs> Put Butterfree in the anime. <laughs> I would say we have a better shot of seeing Gary Oak than we do of seeing Butterfree, but like if we're going well, to throw, it, we're gonna throw some stuff out there. <laughs> yeah, it's very accurate. Very accurate. So. so We'll see how this goes. We're very excited, so anime yeah like I, I and i know like i'm actually more shocked that we haven't seen gary show up like in the background like from like a random Ro- yes. phone call that ash has had with with professor roke yeah well yeah. I mean, he's a pokemon researcher now i don't know if it was established that he was like going on like expedition or something yeah. like maybe maybe that's, yeah, that's I... what's going on with him but yeah I'm, I'm a little bit surprised about that too especially as we have you know consistently gotten professor oak in, yeah. in the anime series, you know, like right. you know, and we, and we, you know, we've gotten and we've seen, you know, Misty and Brock, and you know, and all yeah. that. I mean, you know, it's it's. I mean, it feels like it would just make like make sense. I mean, it's no, it's no, Gary it's Oak. Actually, it's not like a yeah. Show. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen him since. Yeah, he it's, hasn't actually appeared since. Uh, he, so he's in the Sinnoh region. That's why. Yeah. Um, so that's that. That is the reason why we we haven't seen him in a while. Is I, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought that he wasn't hanging out at Pallet Town, and sure enough, he's he's now in the Sinnoh region, and so we haven't seen him basically since you know because we, we haven't seen so Ash hasn't like actively used any of his like older Pokemon with the yeah. exception of Charizard since that Diamond and Pearl series. And mm-hmm. so this, this, uh, you know, is also the, apparently the last time that we saw, uh, professor, uh, or Gary Oak too. Anyways. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. However, I will say if we do get an episode where Ash and go, go to the Sinnoh region, meet up with Gary Oak, I really, really want like Gary to try to like bluff and stuff and Ash to be like, I'm literally a champion. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> am the champion of the Alola region. Whatever you say to me now has no merit. Like, like it cannot hey. affect me. It's like, hey, loser, smell you later. It's like, what, do you smell all the victory coming off of me? Like, yeah. You know, like, you gave up your dreams after I beat you multiple times. Yeah, but look who's me. Who, look who's the champion now. Like, that's what I want so much. I always wanted that as a kid. I always wanted Ash to snap back, and he never did. You know, so, <laughs> now, I mean. that Ash, now that Ash is working as a research fellow, I wonder if Ash has completed... Like, you know, I wonder if his name appears on more research than Gary Oak. Like, he's one-upping Gary, even, like, at his, like, second job. Yep. Like, because when all the truly the the superior trainer. Like, I I don't know how academia works in the Pokemon universe. I mean, we've established (laughs) that it's it's pretty, it's pretty loosey-goosey, judging from the fact they don't know how Pokemon eggs are formed. Um, But... Like, I imagine that the stuff that Ash and Go are doing has to, like, result in, like, some, like, credits on some, like, academic papers. Like, they're totally going to get published in, like, Pokemon Monthly. Oh, like, for sure. Scientific they have, Pokemon. Like... I, I don't know. What, 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 what are, like, the Pokemon academic journals called, you think? Man, 
Poketopia, I don't know. Pokefax, all a bunch of things. All I know is they are definitely verified on Twitter. And Gary Oak isn't. So that's, that's I just I just want to know what kind of I just want to know what kind of Pokemon Gary like Gary ended up with. You know how right? like, like how they they did the late true. introduction where it's like no his his signature Pokemon is an Electivire and everyone was like really yeah. man <laughs> like yikes. I want like, you to be yeah. a slow bro. That's me. Just slow bro and Gary Oak. <laughs> Chilling out, being bros in the Sinnoh region. Well, we did our deep dive like 20 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, get us back on track quickly. All right, all right, all right. We have a bunch of Pokemon Go news uh, to get through, and we're going to go through some uh, Halloween-type stuff as we get closer and closer to that. But first, let's take a break, pay for the show, and then... We'll jump right into it. All right. Let's uh, try and start, round up all the Pokemon Go news we can. Uh, Nanantic celebrates a fifth anniversary. Not Thank actually. You, Nanantic. Happy birthday. Not actually their fifth anniversary because they, they've actually been around since like 2010. It's only been five right. years since they Favorite broke story. free from the shackles of Google and became their own company. <laughs> wow. Which, by the way, was made possible thanks to the Pokemon Company because they were the ones who invested a bunch of seed money um, yep. when they developed Pokemon Go. And so, you know, um, but, you know, it, they, they, they released a letter, like, thanking everybody. Uh, their big project is still on track. You know, they're um, working the on Harry a... Harry Potter game? No, that is not, that's not a project <laughs> at all. Um, wow. Now they're doing that uh, AR of real world places. So they're trying to do like oh, yeah. 3D, fo- like do a 3D constructs of like famous places around the world. So they mentioned that they have something like 650,000 images, like 3D images already made. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how that all comes up. They also have uh, Catan, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're working on turning the world into a uh, Catan board. So that that'll be interesting as 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 a board game yes. uh, aficionado. Um, uh, I'll be I'll be interested in that. So yeah, Niantic, happy sort of birthday. Congratulations. Happy real. Birthday. All right. Uh, well, if you're listening to the show now, the Thursday, uh, you probably missed your one chance to get a World Cap Pikachu in Pokemon Go. It was available during the Spotlight Hour on Tuesday. So I'm just going to say this. It frustrates me when Pokemon Go has, like, this is your only chance to get at something during my child's bedtime. <laughs> really, really irks me. Like, by the time, like, 6, six to 7 p.m. is get the four-month-old down for his bedtime, and somebody might not have gotten a World Cup or World Cap Pikachu um, because I totally forgot about it until 7.15. Um, I would not have minded if we at least got a little bit of a heads up. Like if we knew Monday that it was going to be Tuesday spotlight hour, I would have moved some things around. Did we? Yeah, we did. I just didn't write it up because oh, I was going to see it. last week. Um, like, yeah, we, we knew. I think we we knew since October 1st because they but, announced it as part of like, here's the stuff that's going on this month. Now, I don't think they uh, said the it was... But, yeah, so at the beginning of every month, uh, Pokemon Go always like announces some of the stuff they right. do, and they did yeah. say mm-hmm. that they were doing. Uh, I think they said World Cap Pikachu. We we knew for a few days that like yeah. P- that this Pikachu was coming out. Um, but I do agree with you. Like I feel like when you're like, don't give. I don't know if this was like like people are sick of costumed Pikachu. We have another costumed Pokemon event going on right now. So we should only do this one for an hour. Um, I, I, I do not understand the reasoning here. Like I, yeah. I get it. I'm sure this Pokemon will be coming back. I'm not yeah. like, I'm not like, I don't actually think this is the only time we'll ever get World Cap Pikachu. And the reason, you know, the other thing they don't talk about is because, you know, this, this entire World Cap Pikachu came out on Tuesday to celebrate the fact that the po- Pokemon journeys moved to a new time slot over in Japan. Um, and next week just so you know our readers or listeners know um they're doing original cap pikachu during the spotlight hour so you know set your calendars uh, mark it on your calendars set your timers 
don't put your ch- children down at 6 p.m. local time <laughs> if yeah. you want that Pokemon. This yeah. is all accurate information. Anyways, what we're else? also getting an autumn event. We are. It's it's berry themed because berries go along with autumn. Uh, no, they don't at all. I don't. I don't. No. I just they. I don't like, think so. The big thing is they're adding Deerling and Salzbuck into the game, which, uh, if I don't okay. know how many people follow the Pokemon Home, like kind of, um, here are the Pokemon that are really hard to get through like trading services and Pokemon Home. Deerling and Salzbuck are are two of those Pokemon. So uh, grab them now. Grab them now yeah. in Pokemon Go because you know those things are those things are tough to get in Pokemon Home because uh, they they haven't been like really in the game since I think like Gen Six. Yeah. Um, so Deerling is going to be introduced because you know that is the seasonal Pokemon. Uh, berries will be twice as effective. You'll get twice as much candy. Excuse me. When you use a peanut berry, um, some of the Pokemon that will be featured all have, I guess, autumn themes: Oddish, Bayleaf, Hoot Hoot, Sudowoodo, Yanma, Pinecone, Zigzagoon, Cedit, Shroomish, Plant Cloak, Burmy, and Fungus, along with Vulpix for some reason. Like maybe half of those, I feel like, fit the theme. Yeah, I I, I don't. Like I don't understand the Vulpix thing. Maybe I'm missing like a disconnect. Like our our probably because it's the color of it. Are nine-tailed foxes like associated with autumn? Not really. That's that's what I was thinking. Like I don't know what what's the disconnect there. But yeah, Vulpix, and you'll get uh, shiny shiny Vulpix will be the um, uh, the new shiny Pokemon. So that Pokemon will finally be available. Um, so yeah, so uh, that starts on October 9th, and it only runs through October 12th. So this is another one that was like ah, kind of that's very short. Event. Yeah, so and shiny Vulpix's color scheme. Uh, I hadn't seen one, and I just pulled it up. What is it? It's still a little green in the face, but it's a bit more like yellow. Like her oh, base like fur gold. is a bit more yellow or golden. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's a golden one. Okay. The the yeah. big thing is the one that I always liked is the shiny nine tails. That like yeah, ghost nine tails. That looks freaking yep. awesome. Yeah, it looks so so cool. That's yeah. that's an interesting array of Pokemon to choose from. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like, like okay, things. vaguely plant themed, vaguely plant themes. I guess you know that's fungus. Let's go with fungus. <laughs> you no, know, okay, okay, I can see it. And then Vulpix. It's like. Like, I don't know. Like maybe it's because Vulpix has like red fur. There are red leaves. Yeah, that's legitimately ah. all I can think of. It kind of reminds me of a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what Pokemon evoke the sense of a pumpkin spice latte? Vulpix. Uh, it would be the pumpkin Pokemon. Like I know. So why pumpkin aren't they part of it? Why? Yeah, I am. Like, why are they not in it? I guess they're wanting to associate it more with Halloween. Well, that's a, like, isn't no. it? Isn't Pumpkaboo a Gen 6 Pokemon? That's why. Yeah, I believe so. But still, yeah. come on, guys. It's yeah, 2020. Give us, give us something. Give us something. <laughs> Other than Fungus. Now, since we can't have gourds, we get mushrooms instead. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. Uh, let's see. Here. Oh, and we speaking of hats and pikachus we have we another uh cat pikachu has been released for pokemon sword and shield fans uh yeah. the the hoenn pikachu is now available um i'm legitimately getting all of my pikachu hats confused at this point um that was you know well this is this was ash's second hat so the code is pika advance only with a one in place of the i uh, for those of you who don't want to look up the code. So this is the third one following the original Hat Pikachu and uh, World Cap Pikachu. Um, oh, I like that because, like, you played the game on a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So well, and also mm-hmm. Advance, it, the, the anime was called Pokemon Advanced Generations or something like that. That oh, was, was what it? that yeah. season was called. Um, yeah. I, I like was, my reason better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone would probably prefer your reason. Um, uh, all right. right. So, all right. No, go ahead. 
So that's so that's that's uh it for basically all of our new stuff. Uh, you know, deep dive for today was to really just kind of talk about uh, a lot of the Halloween stuff that's coming uh, coming up in uh, the the world of Pokemon in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll since we're on the topic of Sword and Shield, we'll we'll start there and then uh, go through some of the rest of it. Yep. Uh, so it's a new month, which means a new rotation of special event uh, Pokemon uh, in Max Raid Battles. And since it's Halloween, we're getting Ghost-type and Dark-type Max Raid Battles. The big ones being uh, Gigantamax Gengar and Gigantamax Grimmsnarl. So if you don't have those Pokemon yet, get them. Yep. So and it'll how- probably give you just a, a better opportunity to you know, potentially get a shiny version. Since yeah, they're going to be, true. since well, I mean, they're going to be yeah. more frequently. Well, that's why yeah, they're they're not they're not doing any like shiny events now, oh. mind you. I say that and watch like tomorrow they announce we're doing a shiny Gengar event and it only runs for twenty four hours. Um, <laughs> that's what they do. Um, and I tell you what, though that that G Max Gengar is still one of the the freaking best. Coolest. Yeah, well, it it's literally the gateway to hell. I mean, yep. Yeah. It's just a pretty, like creepy, pretty spot haunted on for this hell season. house. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, no, I, 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 I really like that. Uh, the, I, I don't think I have a Gigantamax Gengar yet. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll hop back on while I'm doing um, Crown Tundra stuff because that comes out mm-hmm. here in just two weeks. Yep. Yikes. It's coming in. It's coming in fast. Um. So we're getting uh, a. Speaking of ghost types, we're getting uh, this week or this month. We're getting Shedinja, uh, is returning to Pokemon Go. Jim, do you have a Shedinja? Stop. Why you don't even ask ah. a question? You know the answer to. Yes. No, I don't have a Shedinja. Ah, there it is. <laughs> That's why you should admit it on tape. <laughs> Wait, how many Shedinjas do you have? A lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have at least like five or six. When they did the thought event, because I thought it was like the only chance to get one, so I like loaded up. I have I, I I traded one of mine to my neighbors, um, just because they didn't they didn't have one, and because they didn't play the game when the last time Shedinja was like regularly involved. So yeah, so that's your research breakthrough. Um, so you know, play Pokemon Go for seven days, complete those quests, and then you too can get a Shedinja, just like me, but not Jim. Wow! Wow, that was a very direct attack. I'm relentlessly just... positive when it comes to my attacks. <laughs> Relentless, yes. Positive, but still, that's still nope, a question. It was a very positive attack. I that that's also like Shedinja's actually a a pretty cool design. Mm-hmm. Um, just like for I mean for a bug Pokemon, I mean let's like bug Pokemon. I feel like sometimes, with the exception of like Scyther or whatever like really get like the short end of the the design stick but shouldn't just kind of a cool one it's it's cool it's got a really creepy history to it because you know you you look yes. into its hole that you're not supposed to look into because it takes away your soul you see that hole <laughs> every single time uh so that that always makes me laugh um and the other uh you know the my my big regret the thing that i like about shedinja is it's got hypothetically a very cool ability where if a move yep. is not super effective against it, it doesn't impact it at all because it only has one HP. The problem is, is that between bug and ghost, that you that's like half, half like half of moves hit, and it's a guaranteed yeah. kill. Um, it's like ah oh, man, like you know if if they could just like tweak that somehow, make it a little bit sturdier, you know, it could really like shift mm. the meta. Um, but it won't because you know it's just one of those. It was, uh, in, in a lot of ways, it okay. was like one of the first gimmick Pokemon. Now that I'm looking at yeah. it, I, I kind of have to take back my most uh, bug Pokemon got the short end of the stick because, like, I, you know, I can't forget Pinsir or Heracross. Even, like, Parasect and Beedrill also have very cool designs, too. I just don't Beedrill like the ones that are, like, pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, the newer bug Pokemon, I think, aren't as... Um... Although I say that, and like you know, I I totally forgot like Vickabolt, um, right? Like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You know yeah. that I I really like that Pokemon. Um, no, there's a lot of cool bug Pokemon. I mean, some of them are weird. 
but yes. I've just described the Pokemon franchise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always I mean, going to be the arguments about Pokemon designs. Like, oh, the early ones are great, but like a lot of new fans look at those and they're like, mm, that's a little lazy. But we say the same thing about new generations. So just a bunch of people yelling at kids yeah. on their lawn. Yeah, I was about to say, because you got, you got cool Pokemon like Orbeetle, um, uh, Golsapod. Uh, Goals I mean, Golsapod. Is that how you say yeah. it? Golisopod? Golisopod? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a cool one. Vicavolt, um, you know, Genesect, Volcarona. You know, Volcarona is awesome. Like, people thought that was like a legendary Pokemon for the longest time. Uh, mm -hmm. Gavala uh, Gal Galvantula is a cool one. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, even like, you know, Scolipede. I like Scolipede. It's just you get kind of lame ones like... Um, uh, Yanma and Yanmega. Yeah. Or, no, um, no. I was gonna say uh, Lavani. Like I can't stand that Pokemon. Uh, or Warmadon and the Burmy line. Those are. I, I really like Surskit. I I don't really like, but I do like Combi. I think Combi is pretty cute. Um, mm -hmm. Arachnid. I I love Arachnid. I think Arachnid's great. That's. I that's, don't understand. I don't understand Pineco. Like, why is how is that a bug Pokemon and not a grass Pokemon? Like just full grass. I don't know. I mean, it's a pine cone. It's not a bug. Maybe a bug crawled in the pine cone, and that's how they all. <laughs> that's how that well, all began. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't disagree. It's it's kind of weird to be a pure, a pure pure bug type. That you or like that... how we have like those like walking like the the walking stick bugs or whatever the stick bugs. They yeah. just have pinecone bugs instead, which is horrifying, but like I'm sure they look at our stick bugs in real life and be like, that's weird. Well, and with pineco, like it, it talks about how it like adds layers of tree bark to make it like harder. Um like yeah, no, that's that's just I do like it it just looks like a pine cone. That's what I mean, you can't yeah. but you also can't forget like the weird uh the weird ultra beast bug Pokemon with like Buzzswole who's like it just Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. But then you have like but then you have like supermodel you have the supermodel in like Feromosa mm -hmm. who like uh -huh. <laughs> Man, I was not expecting to go down this rabbit hole. Ooh, wow, Here tangents. We go. Tangents. No, <laughs> no deep dive, only tangents this week, guys. Um, well, bug Pokemon are just such like a varied little niche of, of, of Well, just because because like it's it's just so funny because like even in like the like the first game and it's been a stereotype that's been carried through all of them that like you know, the, the bug trainers are always kind of, like, bratty and, like, thought they were cooler than everyone else. Well, and... they're meant to be. It's it's partially because, like, the bug types, well, because they're you know, in the early, those, those, early parts of the game. Yeah, those Pokemon yeah. are always, almost always, uh, yeah, right there at the, the beginning. The, the issue is, is that every bug's, you know, um, you know, bug types um, are, you know, it's it's, you know, got a lot of, you know, it's was it they they are they're like highly resisted uh yeah so um fairy fighting fire flying ghost poison and steel you know are all resistant to bug type attacks like oh well that's that that kind of sucks you know <laughs> that's, that's why that's why situation that's why no one talks about um you know bug type pokemon i do feel because grass type pokemon also have a lot of uh, things that are resistant to it i do feel like it could it could be a little bit better balanced, you know. Yeah. Um. But what do I know? Anyways, clearly, uh, clearly not much. Well, that's what wow. some people have said. Um, but here we go. But but here we go. This next bit. This is but, the last time you're gonna get one of these mornings. Uh, yes. You mean the Umbreon Funko? Is, the uh, Umbreon yes. Funko. Finally. It's going to be made available. So. Okay, what are your thoughts about the Umbreon Funko? Have you guys taken a look at it? Yeah, I think it's fairly plain, in my opinion. Uh, I can't say it's it's the best of the bunch. I still really think that uh, Flareon and Vaporeon have the best molds of this whole, you know, friends with Eevee line. Um, it's not it's not bad. It's just like coming oh, wow. out of like, say, like kind was, of like I was a crescent mountain. Is it, 
is it worse than Leafeon? And yeah, it's just it's, it's just literally yeah, it's just literally like coming out from like behind like this kind of crescent shaped rock thing. Um, I mean, it looks it looks fine. The colors look good. Or at least I'll say yeah. for its like eyes think, and stuff. I think the only thing that um, that kind of, I don't want to say bothers me, right? Because it's like the, the whole line I thought has been really, really good. But all of them mm-hmm. seem to be f- pretty expressive. And Umbreon is just kind of like... Well, that's what... Umbreon, Umbreon is kind of like the... You know, it's supposed to yeah. like be like the emotionless one. No, I know. But it's... He's kind of just like yeah. peeking around a corner. Like he's not... I wish and I know they're it would just make it probably not cost effective to do this kind of design. But I'd really hoped this whole time that Umbreon would be coming out of like a cave, like the thing around it would have been like a little cave and it would have been like peeking out. Like that would have been very on brand for this Pokemon. Um, But we had this like a little crescent looking thing. I'll be curious to see how this particular piece, as well as the Jolteon piece, which is also kind of bleh, um, oh, Hoffer is showing us his. Awesome. I just that's that's my big issue with it is like you compare it to the gallery figure, and yeah. that that this one's cool, and yeah. That, yeah, like you know, and uh, I just don't feel it really like stacks up. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely leaning on the fact that you ideally have all of these together, so it creates a bigger impact when they're all. Yeah. You know, whatever. Oh, man, that that um, Vaporeon one is still one of the freaking best. Yeah, that Vaporeon one. Yeah, I'm. They're all all of mine are currently behind me. Where is Vaporeon? Oh, I yeah, think that the Jolteon and Umbreon yeah. are kind of facing each other. That makes that Jolteon figure look a little bit cooler. Yeah. Panorama. Like this Vaporeon is legitimately like such a cool dynamic pose. Got the cute little mouth. It's also like one of the bigger pieces, which makes me happy as a Vaporeon yeah. stand. Uh, so <laughs> I wonder what they'll do next. Um, that's a good question. Um, oh, you know, that's a good question. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a, a year of Charizard. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just, just a bunch of Charizard. Oh no! Why I, did I mean, you say that? I'm putting it out into happen. the ether. I mean, these things got to be. We we got to be doing like a third year of it. Like, you know, the, these oh, yeah, figures have all so well. sold out. Like, you know, the, the, this is too profitable to not continue with these Funko. They'll just do Pikachu again, sure. but it's just going to be the Pikachu in hats. Yeah, but I could see that. Yeah, honestly. it could like, be. I, costumed. I, I, I feel like it would be more likely that we get, like, more Pikachu next year. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they would do, I would, I mean, this is my hope. I know they would probably Costume Pikachu is not a bad idea either. No, it's not. Yeah. I want them to do like every month is a legendary Pokemon. <laughs> That's what I would want, but uh, I don't it would be way too it would be way too difficult to do that. But that's that's in my little hopes and dreams. Yeah, it's I, not happening. Well, it's just kind of like so these Funko figures, you know, even even these ones, and they look great. Like this is not a knock on the non box head Funko figures at all. Like I feel though they get they they kind of like go for more simplicity. And yeah. you know, simplicity. You know, simplicity works with Pikachu. You know, simplicity yeah. works for these Eevees. I do mm-hmm. not think that simplicity is in legendary Pokemon or a thing that goes together. <laughs> you know? They could always just do like Ditto. Like, I would actually oh like a Ditto God. set. Could you a see? Ditto would be hilarious. Actually. They did. They did Ditto. Um, That's basically what the normal Funkos are. They, they well they uh-huh. did. <laughs> I didn't say that. Wow. Um, they do do ditto figures over in Japan, and they look yeah, cool. and they look so cool, and they have like little their plushes. I have several of the ditto like plushes of the EV yeah. evolutions. They're super cute and super funny. But I would love if they did like like a themed ditto for every month of the year that was just like a random Pokemon, but it's mm-hmm. all you know. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. That that would be awesome. Well, we'll, That's we'll my find out. We'll find out yeah. in January. Yeah, so. and when Umbreon's in, I'll put all of mine together and I'll take a picture or video and I'll put it on our Twitter so you can enjoy it vicariously. <laughs> all right, let's do the Pokemon fact of the week. But Christian, you're I don't know if you're throwing a wrench into our normal plan here. What's going on? It's spooky season, Jim. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. 
taking a break from our normal trip throughout the Pokedex to get spooky. It's spooky season. Every October, dating back to last October, we have done (laughs) a month of creepy Pokemon facts. And we're going back to that because it's spooky season, damn it. Can't wait. Um, Honedge. Honedge. There are a couple of creepy facts about Honedge. First and foremost, Honedge, it is actually the spirit of someone killed by the sword. So Honedge is not actually the sword. It is a doomed spirit killed by the sword. <laughs> that's really that's nice. that is that's right it is it is basically katana's katana from the dc comics you know yeah. it is a soul-sucking sword the and this is this is designated by the fact that the actual body of Honedge is uh, once again not the sword it is the little eyeball on the sword that is an actual pokemon fact so just remember the next time that you are running around with a Honedge you are actually running around with the doomed spirit of someone murdered by the very, you know, it is trapped inside the very blade that murdered him or her. That because just it is, it it's cool a human though. too. It is a human. It's not even like, yeah, Pokemon got so, stabbed. No, it was a human that, got stabbed and it got trapped in this sword for all eternity. I mean, that okay, makes it so, really cool though. I'm going to so be doing a, doing a little bit more research. So, so there's a, 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 a note in the Bulbapedia entry that says, Honage is a Pokemon that resembles a sword from the medieval times. Oh, it resembles a sword from the medieval times. I thought it was, like it was from the medieval times. Uh, okay, so question. Mm-hmm. Is this a thing where, like, the first Honage, like, was created that way, and then it just had Honage babies that were just copies of the Honage? We don't know or... how Pokemon eggs are made, Jim, so we well, can't answer that. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe what happens is is when a Honedge wants to reproduce, it goes and it, you know, slaves in front of a forge for several months, crafting a new sword. Then it picks it up with its ribbon, thus becoming a dewblade temporarily. <laughs> and then it tricks somebody. It's like, oh, I'm going to catch this dewblade. And then the Honedge is like, no, sucker, stab. Oh, wow. Maybe that's what Honestly? It shanks somebody in the dead of night to reproduce. That's my theory. Honestly, not a bad theory. I co-sign it. I, I actually, yeah, I'm pretty proud of this one. Yeah, I co-sign <laughs> that theory. I have nothing to critique about it. Also, this, this does like raise a secondary question. So in recent uh, Pokemon animes, we've seen people running around on uh, Honedge's like final um, evolution. Um, mm-hmm. who's, I, I'm like totally having a brain fart. Um, so I apologize. Ag- uh, Aegislash. Aegislash. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, we, we see people running around. So it's like, how do you feel to be a Pokemon referee running around on like some soul damned for eternity to be stuck inside of a sword? Like, man, like that's just like salt on the wound. Like number one, like here you are minding your own business. You get stabbed by a sword and suddenly you're stuck inside the sword. Two, you eventually gain a shield and then get turned into a writing implement for some, like, Pokemon official who doesn't even really do anything. Like, you know, because yeah. they aren't call- calling Pokemon penalties or anything like that. They're, they're, and, and also, it's pretty obvious when a Pokemon's been knocked out because they get swirly eyes. Yeah. Like, that is yeah. a, just a... They, honestly, Pokemon referees have, have been largely turned superfluous with the rise of Rotom drone technology. Honestly, though. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, yeah, that's right. You know, uh, one of the cooler Pokemon lines of, you know, the last few generations is actually, yeah. of course, souls damned for eternity. Like, literally, Hone Edge sounds like it belongs in the anime Demon Slayer, so I'm, like, very much I'm, into it. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> Hold on. Jim is still horrifying himself. <laughs> Jim, Jim is just like, for the first time, like, let's, let's realize what, what is going on with this crazy-ass Pokemon. Okay, so the Pokedex entry in Sword and Sh- uh, in Shield for the Blade form goes, Once upon a time, a king with an Agislash reigned over the land. His Pokemon eventually drained him of his life, and his kingdom fell with him. <laughs> this is for Agislash, in case, in case you Yeah, are, this is for Agislash, sorry. That's yes. amazing. Uh, that's like, that's, amazing. That's 
So, um, well, here's so did here's they the, become the rulers and then well, it fell apart? I have so many well, but questions. but then there's but so it, but it, I mean maybe because it says it so in uh, in X, uh, Agis Lashes. Dex entry reads, generations of kings were attended by these Pokemon, which used their spectral power to manipulate and control people and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, wow. it's, uh, it's, it's the shield form in, in shield. So the shield, Pokemon's shield, Pokedex entry for Edge Slash's shield form talks <laughs> about how it once used its uh, powers to force people and Pokemon to build a kingdom to its liking. So who really was the king? You know, <laughs> did did the king actually reign over the land, or was it actually the Agislash? Um, you know, who was doing the actual reigning? These Definitely are these Agislash. are the deep questions that we we wonder. imagine Pokemon like world history books. Like you're like a history major and you're trying to like memorize all of these rulers. You got to memorize the rulers. You got to memorize their ages last. You got to figure out what was happening. Truly amazing. Truly. Oh, Pokemon. I love it. So crazy. I I mean, this is, this is why spooky season is the best season, Jim, because (laughs) you know, Every every week we find weird little tidbits about Pokemon, but only in October do we get to the really truly disturbing ones. <laughs> like I feel like there has to be rules about Aegislash. Like if you're like a world leader or a regional leader or a politician, like are there you rules can't that you have can't one. have one because no. it'll impact? Do they have like trainers around you at all time that if an Aegislash comes near you, they take it out? <laughs> like I have questions. I guess you could always what? just use like a repel. <laughs> Well, and this is like the this is like one of like the disappointing things. It's just like, man, like why is this Pokemon only be using? Oh, oh, why why is it only used as um, you know, like a freaking referee, freaking Pokemon? Like that just drives me. Probably nuts. because they're trying to like, like, like keep it so powerless. <laughs> like Ash should use this one and then use it to convince Go to jump off a cliff. Wow. What? I'm just being, I just have a relentlessly positive outlook about Ghost's final fate. Oh, boy. All right. Well, on that note, (laughs) with that, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, (laughs) This show comes out every Thursday, wherever podcasts can be found. If you liked the show, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review if we read it on the air. Uh, When we get back to the office, we'll get a uh, comicbook.com t-shirt out to you. Um, Working on ways to see if we can uh, maybe do that a little bit earlier, try and get some of those shirts and get them out. So I will uh, keep you all updated. Keep it locked to PokemonPodCB on Twitter, where uh, we share all all our Pokemon stories, have a little fun there. And, and beyond. Otherwise, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, you can find me at Jim Biscardi. I'm over on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. You can find my relentlessly positive outlook at Seahoffer Seabus. Wow. It's true. All right. Well, until next he, time. He has like <laughs> daily quotes of inspiration. <laughs> until next time, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>